Hey friend, I'm Robin May and a few of the professional hats that I wear includes being a transformational speaker, a life coach, and a licensed therapist. And personally, well, I'm a wife, a mommy to three girls, and a pastor's wife, just to name a few. Girl, I'm over here doing all the things while trying to stay in shape and keep my skin clear. But the truth is, I don't want to be known for being busy. I think that's a scheme that somebody set up. No, I want to be known for living a life that is in perfect alignment with what God intended. And I want to help you do the same. So it's with that in mind, I'd like to welcome you right here to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Over here, we're creating a safe space to have real conversations with real women on real topics. This is a judgment-free zone where we can be vulnerable and honest and curious about our lives so that we can elevate not just what we do, but who we are. So if any of that resonates with you, again, welcome to our safe space. This is Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. Hey, sis, one more thing before we get started. Listen, a few years ago, I started asking women to define what happiness means to them. And when I tell you, I was shocked how hard it was for women to put into words their happiness. And the truth is, I could relate to it, girl. Life can sometimes get so crazy that it's hard to be clear on what happiness looks like and feels like to you. And so with that in mind, I created the absolutely free five-day Define Your Happy Challenge. I am on a mission to help 1,000 women define their happy. So if you're ready to get clear about what makes you happy, head on over to defineyourhappy.com. Okay, that's it for real now, y'all. Let's get started with this week's episode. Listen, I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Intentional Conversations with Robin May and friends. friends. So listen, I know that I was with you all for the very first episode, but I am super excited because my first guest is one of my very best friends, my sister from another mister. You know, some people say sister from another mister. That's not new to you. I think I made that up. Okay, we're going to let you have it. Sister from another mister. The. Now, every time I introduce her, for some reason, I want to sing, My God is Awesome. But she can stand in her own right. Listen, we ain't got, you don't have to be introduced by your husband's name. But it doesn't bother me. Because we don't mind introducing ourselves by our husband's name. I don't mind. This is the Dr. Tara Jenkins. Y'all, clap for my girl. I am so excited to be on Robin May and Friends. Clap for my girl. Y'all. Congratulations. I'm I am so, excited. so proud of you. Can you believe it? Like to see something from idea. And I often say this about my husband's songs. Yes, like our songs. See, yeah, our songs that we write together. <laughs> that, like to see something from idea to like a tangible thing. And so I am so blessed to have a front row seat in your life and to see you have an idea, a God idea, a aha moment, and then to be able to touch it, feel it, experience it is just a blessing because there are people who are go-getters and there are people who are go-sitters. And you are a go-getter, and I'm proud to call you friend. Explain to the people the difference. We're not even talking about that today. Will you explain the difference? Y'all know some go-sitters. Like, they go sit in a seat 
of criticism girl and talk about what everybody else is doing and if you actually look at the report card of their own level or list of accomplishments they do not have the power to criticize anyone else when they're living a life of inactivity but you can call me on the carpet because you do what you say you 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 make a plan and you do it and i'm proud to call you friend and i'm inspired by you thank you boo i am so excited because this is one of the women that pushes me so listen we are gail and oprah to each other sometimes i'm oprah and she's gail sometimes she's oprah and i'm gail it just depends on which side of the seat we're on i'll take either because the contracts have been reported (laughs) baby either one baby okay okay so as you know, during my very first episode of Intentional Conversations with Robin May, and why do I have to do this every time? Ta-da. During that initial conversation, I told you that we're going to do these podcast episodes based on series, right? So our series this go round is totally focused on moms, and we're calling it motherhood, martyrs, and mental health. And so we're diving into all aspects of that conversation. Now, listen, if you are not a mother, that is okay, because we're going to talk about throughout this series, we're going to talk about your role as a mother. If you're not a mother, we're going to talk about our relationships with our mothers and how that shapes us good and maybe not so good. And we're going to talk about mental health. So I promise you there is something you can get out of this podcast. Now, listen, if you're watching this on YouTube, you get to see us. And if you're watching this on a podcast app, you can always head over to YouTube to see us please, can you do me a favor? Can you share with your people and tell them to join this conversation? Listen, every time I have a conversation, I have on my fuzzy socks. Let me see if you can see. I have on my fuzzy socks because I'm the kind of girl, and you know this. (laughs) I just like to sit and chit chat and connect with people. So I want you to know that we are connecting. And so I have notes here because I want to make sure that we dive into this full conversation. Now, also remember this, Dr. Tara, one of the things y'all are going to hear me calling her Dr. Tara and T. I'm going to go back and forth. And so one of the things you know I have been asking you all is to help me with my set. This is just our second episode. And so we have this little table here. Mm -hmm. We have these mugs. The mug says, embrace the mess. I love that. Embrace the mess. Get you a little sip. Mm-hmm. There you go. We have a candle. But if you think I need to add a flower, if you think I need to change out the table, I want to hear from you. Now, I'm not changing out these chairs. So <laughs> the chairs are here to stay. So we're going to work around the chairs. All right. I cannot wait to tell you what text just popped up on my phone. And we're talking about mothers, <laughs> martyrs, and mental health. I'm going to talk about this. But before we get started, I want to share this with you. As we're recording this, it's right around Mother's Day. And I want to tell you a statistic that I read that is going to lead into our conversation. I read a statistic that said, what most mothers want for Mother's Day is time by themselves. Wow. Now, I wonder if that is based on the season of life you're in, but can you relate to that? What most mothers want for Mother's Day is time by themselves. What would you say to that? Okay, so I think meaning time by themselves is really time with no pulling on, mm, right? Because mm-hmm. you could be by yourself and the phone be ringing off the hook and things yes. be chaotic. So I think it speaks more to not being pulled. Because yes. depending on the levels of responsibility you have yes. inside your home, outside your home, um, your marital status, maybe even uh, how many kids you have, it can all feel like a tug yes. in a different direction, right? Absolutely. I love that. And that's one of the things I have in my notes to talk to you about, because I don't know if you know this about you. Now, first, I should have said this. 
you see our dynamic and this really is intentional conversations with robin may and friends these are people who are in my real life dr t and i have been friends for 30 years and so we go way back well before we had kids well before we were married but one of the things you are particularly good at and you hold me to is understanding the different cultures and different people's lives, right? What your culture is, because what's okay in my home may not be okay in your home and vice versa. So to respect that, right? She's really helped me with that. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to, because that would take us down the path. Because <laughs> do you remember one time I was preaching about something and you said, you can't say that. Do you remember that? No, but you told me that. So I think, I think you should go there. What, oh, what, what do I you say? remember? Uh-oh, what did I say? Okay. We, if, if this gets cut out, you'll know why. I was preaching, this is so off topic, but this is what happened. So I was preaching or speaking, and I don't know if it was, we were together. Anyway, I was talking about marriage mm -hmm. and I got on up there and I said, now if your husband is demanding that you are intimate with him every single day, then <laughs> that's ridiculous. He needs to cut it out, stop it. And you said- I did not know that's what you were gonna say. <laughs> Can I keep it in? Let me hear what you're gonna say. What, okay, did, what, what did I what say? What you said to me was, Robin, you can't be in those folks' marriage because some women are okay with that. And so you telling them folks that that's a problem and they're going to go home and tell their husbands that Robin may say that's a problem. Unsubscribe. <laughs> husbands were going to say, don't go to nothing else she has. Right? And that really stuck with me. You were like, Robin, be you careful with that. You know what stuck that. with me? Um, I'm always trying to help somebody think that they can do something right. I call myself the chief encouragement officer. And you were like, you can't do that. Everybody doesn't have a dream. I was like, <laughs> no, everybody has a dream. You're like, no, no. everybody does that. I no. talk to people all day, every day for a living. Everybody doesn't have a dream. And it changed my whole life, y'all. She told me everybody doesn't have a dream. Is that true? Is it's not you though. If you're watching this, if you listen, that ain't you. That ain't your story. But everybody, does. and I had to learn that because I found myself projecting. Some of my girlfriends are going to look at this and say, "Yes, Robin, leave me alone." See, I think all of them have a business in them. So you are just really putting me on blast. But okay, so back to our topic. The reason why I brought that up is because you just said, depending on, I said the season of life you're in, but you took it further and said, depending on the pull on them. So in other right. words, these moms may say, I just want to be by myself. And what it really is, I just don't want to have a demand on me. Yeah, for a day, right? Yeah. Just yeah. don't ask me for anything. Yes. And I can just sit there. Now, because I, I would love, I'm going to tell my girls yeah. this. I look, sit in the room with me, let's he he. Yeah. But I don't want to have to do nothing. Right. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to proofread a paper. <laughs> I don't want to do any of that. Even though I can't. It's not that can. I can't. Because you can do Yes. It. But let's just have a day of no asks. Girl, that's what they should call Mother's Day. Yeah. Okay, so that's around the time that we're recording this. Now, remember, even if you are not a mom, I want you to think about that for you. What is your ask? Whatever, whether it's any day, because I'm from Texas and we say Amy. Is there an any day? What is Amy? Auntie. Oh, okay. Is there an auntie? I thought it was like, day? Amy, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's any day. So whether it's any day, I'm going to come up with any day. Whether it's any day, whether it's Godmother Day, like whatever it is, what is that thing that you would say, all I would want is this for a day? Speaking of, I'm going to go to a little serious note. Speaking of motherhood, martyrs, and mental health, particularly when I said martyrs, remember what you said to me? You were like, that. that's kind of heavy. Like, this is like 
happy, happy and, and friends then, exclamation point it's like martyrs <laughs> it's like cue the music for the horror movie <laughs> yes. dun, dun, dun. but you also said but it's what it's true. true. It's true. It's true. So I want to go here really quickly for those of you um, who are watching. This may really resonate with you. See, one of the things that I hear, not just from mothers, I hear from women often. This is going to be really heavy, but just go with me. One of the things I hear from women often is I just need a break. And so they'll say this. I wish I just had to go to the hospital mm. just for a day. They don't want to really be sick. They don't really want anything to happen to them. But speaking of mental health, they just feel like, because if I'm in the hospital, then everybody has to leave me alone. And everybody has to wait on you. And they have to wait on you. Mm. And so when women say that, you know what they'll tell me? I know I'm crazy for saying that. Mm -hmm. And you know I'm there to normalize. You are not crazy. Mm -hmm. So many women have mm -hmm. said that. So even if you are not a mom, if you are thinking that you're like, yes, I just need a day. Now I'm going to tell you this, and this is something that I'm constantly trying to help T with. You get to set those boundaries. Right. You absolutely can set boundaries so that you don't have to wait for Mother's Day, so that you don't have to wait for Annie's Day that I just made up, so that you don't have to wait for Cousin's Day. Is there a Cousin's Day? You don't have to wait for any of that. You can learn to set boundaries in your life, even if it's just for 30 minutes. How often am I trying to get you to allocate? Every day, every day. So I think, and I would like to ask this advice in front of all yes. of our friends. Yes. Once you set a precedence for a certain rhythm, how do you start or mm -hmm. enact some new edict? Like, how do you like start the boundary setting? Yeah, setting. Because um, I heard a lot of advice when I was first getting married, and uh, wives would be like, you know, don't start nothing you can't keep up. You yes. know, like if you're going to fix this plate, then keep fixing it. So you that's gonna, what, you're going to be so stuck. What, so then what did I do? He's like, I'm not fixing. I ain't fixing no place then. So anyway, you gonna call him handsome? <laughs> I'm gonna call him handsome. I'm gonna sell up when he walk in the door. Don't nobody walk in the door like you do, baby. You, but what I'm not doing is fixing it because I don't want to keep doing it. Okay, but keep going. I okay, know you're going. Okay, so I'm concerned, y'all. Let me do this. I'm because this is we just keep it real here. I'm concerned that my earring is messing with this sound, so I'm gonna take my earring okay. out just to make sure. Okay, okay, keep going. So. I'm saying once this precedent has been set for whatever your mothering style is, um, how do you start this new like, okay, memo to the out to the family, family meeting. I'm doing a new brand of mother rebranding. Yes. How do you do the rebrand? Okay, yes, first the of all. The mom I've been is not the mom I'm going to be. But Mother's Day, I'm getting a new brand of motherhood. <laughs> See, that's everything. Because when you hit me up preaching, it's time for you to rebrand. Baby, some people need to rebrand their life. Not just motherhood. There's some people who right. need to rebrand their life. Okay. This so might be I a think book. This might, girl, what if we wrote it together? I'm ready. Yeah. See, what if we rebrand your life? We might be something. Girl, something what if that's going to be our event? That would be amazing. Rebrand your life. Yes. Look out for it. See, that would be hot. Yeah, I like that. We got to hold each other accountable because I love that. I do too. Rebrand your life. Oh, okay. That was good. Okay, so let me tell you this. So first of all, again, that's a very r real question. It's something that I hear a lot. And absolutely, 
like that's the thing like practically what would be the first step you would seriously? do that you would say family meeting for real i'm very serious you would say family meeting now you're married to my god don't be uh striking my youtube because i sang that song i know the person who wrote it because they'll be striking my youtube talking about you singing i'm using with permission thank you so you are married um i'm married if a woman is married i would encourage you to first have a conversation with your spouse and it is not going to your spouse saying hey the way i've been a wife <laughs> it's not happening no more or the way i've been a mother not like that but I think it's a place of vulnerability and expressing what your need is. Mm -hmm. And the best way I know, babe, for me to start to address this need is I just need this. Mm -hmm. What does that sound like to you? Mm -hmm. And invite them into that conversation. Now, I happen to know my brother, Charles, and you know your brother, Lee, and they are reasonable men. Mm -hmm. I don't want to make the assumption that everybody's spouse is reasonable, mm -hmm. but watch this. You teach people how to treat you. And so I think depending on your, so you could say that to Charles, you could say, Hey, so what I'm thinking is I need, and I'm gonna come back to why that may be difficult for you because it might be difficult for some other women, but you may need to say, Hey, I just need 20 minutes on Tuesday mornings just to think. And so from eight to, was that where he might say, nah, baby, okay, eight don't work, but 10, 10 o'clock works. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what you say. Then you all go to the children. And let me tell you, the, alter the reason why I'm so passionate about this is because the alternative is that you never have time for you. Right. And listen, if Jesus himself, right, don't make me pull out scripture. <laughs> Pull it out. See, Jesus himself got away from the crowds right. and moms think that they don't need to get away from the crowd and just have time to themselves. So I think absolutely you sit and have the conversation. And again, depending on the age of your children, if right. you express, and one of the things I keep telling you with your girls, particularly, maybe not baby, he's not baby Charles anymore. We can't say Char baby Charles anymore. <laughs> we gotta say Charles II. Now that he's 14, maybe baby Charles isn't appropriate. <laughs> we but can't say baby Charles. In here, he's baby Charles. You know what we didn't do? I'm just making the assumption y'all know who my girl is. T, can you tell them how many children you have in their ages? So I have three amazing kids, two girls and a boy. My girls are 20 and 18. Mm. The 20 year old just completed her second year of Clemson University in Clemson, South Carolina. And the 18 year old high school graduate. I can't believe it. Heading to Xavier University in New Orleans and 14 year old completing eighth grade now and ninth grade as a high schooler. So, you know, this conversation, probably I needed it <laughs> earlier, but I still definitely need to apply it. The motherhood doesn't, it doesn't end. doesn't end and it shows up differently. Yes, it evolves. Because the things you're doing now for your, oh God, I can't take that she's 20. But mm -hmm. the things you're doing for your 18 and 20 year old is not the same things you were doing when they were 12 right. and 14. Yeah. But you're still very much involved. Very in involved. I saw this sign at a Hobby Lobby, and it said, "I used to be my kid's mom. Now I'm their personal assistant." Have you seen that? No, I haven't. But I, I'm getting that, <laughs> and I'm putting it up somewhere. Okay. So here's the thing. This is why I love this conversation. So here's the thing about that because I'm gonna have one of my girls on. We're gonna be talking about single mothers, the journey of single motherhood. 
But here's the thing. It's not even T that you don't want to do those things. You enjoy being in their life. And yes. so I don't want to give the idea that we don't enjoy motherhood. I love, I want, I'm raising very independent girls. And for those of you who don't know me, I have three daughters. One is 16, one is 14, and one is nine years oh. old. And so I tell them all the time, they'll when they want me to really do something to you, they'll be like, mommy, I need you because they know. Okay, so we want to be in their lives, but I don't believe that that has to be to the death martyr, to the death of everything that's important to us. And I just watch you and you can help me in areas and I help you in areas and I just watch you. And I see often that you don't get to do some of the things and all this gifting that's in you doesn't sometimes happen and see somebody who knows you will be like robin no because she's written 15 books and she speaks around the world and she has a phd and you don't and so it's not that you're not doing but it's just so much more. right so right. and i think we recently had this discovery together so. oh my god yes you're gonna share it yeah okay yeah. okay so i am my mother's only child and my mom amazing shout out to margaret louise rose to soror grammy oh my <laughs> so, she is my soror she is the most selfless sacrificing mother i have ever seen and like with other people's like lives when they start having kids they're like yeah, your mama talked to my mama because my mom like <laughs> yes. dropped her life, moved in, and yes. just like became I mean, no, full time grand. She grandma. literally dropped her life. Seriously. How 20 years ago? Yes. My yeah. God. So that is the picture of motherhood that I've seen. And like you said, we're very influenced by the picture of motherhood that we've seen. Yes. So I've only seen one brand of motherhood, right? Oh, that's so and good. it's all in. And all in looks like be it everything, be it everything, and be it everything. Yes. And so um, my mom's also this strong, educated black woman who filed for divorce seven months pregnant in the 70s, which is like unreal, unheard of, right? Because she's like, oh, no, it's not going to be two of us waiting for you to come home. <laughs> I'm going to get her on the podcast. She's like, you don't want to be married. That's fine with me. Okay. So <laughs> I was born into a divorce proceeding. Okay. So she's also stayed single my entire life. So I have a single independent thinking mother of one. That is the brand of motherhood that I've seen, wow. which is all sacrifice and all in. So in my life, put her hair out. yes, help me. So in my life, I've been married at this point of this um, podcast. Mm -hmm. Is it not a podcast? What is it? It is a podcast. Oh, yeah, it's a podcast. I was like, it's a television it's, show. <laughs> you know, one thing about you, you're going to upgrade me. You need friends who are going to upgrade you. It's a film. Can you prophesy the hell of my life? Who picking this up? Somebody picking this up. Okay, keep going. It's a feature film in the movie. And uh, so at this point, uh, I've been married 25 years and so I have a very, very, very busy marriage husband and three kids. And so trying to be so the good. brand of Grammy, which is what oh we call my, my mom, God. to three plus one, <laughs> the yes. husband and the kids, meaning all in, show up for everything, show up for everything. Every, and then don't take away the fact that, because I'm serious, 
Google her. You know, folks, do you know that? Because she is so not involved in pop culture. She just, do you know people say Google me? Do you know people say that? No. People say Google me. Okay. That's what you're supposed to say. I am. So Google her. So no, I need y'all to get what she's saying because you're taking away. So the three children plus her husband, and it's not just um, a everyday nine to five working husband. It's a husband that's around the world um, for many years, pastoring and then preaching around and singing number one albums that then your own world, your own life. And you're saying, break that down again to us, you were trying to do. So I've been trying to be my mother's brand of mother, which is all in, show up at everything, be everywhere for everyone. And what she was able to do with one child as a single woman is possibly not even possible to do as a wife and a mother of three. Yes, I love when we you had that. I want to take credit, but I can't. You had that aha by yourself. And that was such a yes tea conversation. And we are not suggesting you're not suggesting that you don't want to be all in, but just that the level and capacity that your mother had you don't have. Right. Like what's even possible, right? right. Am I trying to do something that's not even like humanly possible? Absolutely. Because with three kids, there are going to be events that overlap. With my husband's busy schedule, we are going to have conflicting schedules yes. of things I'm supposed to be at, he's supposed to be at. And so I can't feel bad or beat myself up because I didn't make it to this because I went to that. Because I am one person with three kids and yes. a husband, not one mom with one, one child. child. We're about to go into another part of our conversation, but I just want to stop there because I want you to personalize this for your own life. So first of all, I want to tell you this, even if you are not a mom, hear me, we are all trying to repeat what we saw growing up or we're trying to get as far away from what we saw growing mm. up. And so this is human nature in all areas, in relationships, in marriage, in dating, in motherhood. So either, if you are a mom, either you're trying to repeat what you saw your mom doing, or you may be trying to do the total opposite and that too could almost become unhealthy. You could start to say, maybe your brand of motherhood, what you say, baby, we gonna do something with that. Maybe your brand, what you saw in motherhood from your mother, maybe she was just never around. It's not that she was all in. She was never around. And you felt a wound from that. And you made a decision when you were 12 years old or when you were 17 years old. That's not going to be how I do. And so now you are working yourself to death, trying to do everything and be everything. Maybe you're not a mother. Maybe you are looking at other aspects of your life and you're like, yeah, I'm trying to repeat what I saw. And here is the truth. T cannot be the same kind of mom that her mom was because they have two different realities. And so I want you to take some time to really think about your own journey and your own story. Where are you maybe trying to repeat some things or get away from some things that are no longer serving you? And so to your question, and we're going to transition to another question I have for you, but to your question, how do I begin to set the boundaries? You start to set the boundaries. You have that tough conversation. And if you have people who are reasonable, like your husband, 
you share the vulnerability of it, the why behind it, because mm -hmm. they love you and they don't want you to feel maxed out and overwhelmed. And here's the deal. Sometimes, girl, we do it so good, they don't even realize that we're stressed out or mm -hmm. overwhelmed with it. And then you have the conversation with your children. Listen, mommy is unavailable from seven to eight on Wednesdays. Just, I'm just talking about maybe an hour a week now. I'm going to do more than that, but maybe an hour a week. So I hope I want you to think about that. I want you baby to learn steps to, is what you're baby, That's all I'm saying. I know. I know the conversation was just getting good, but that's why you have to come back next week for our continued conversation. Listen, I have so many more questions to ask my girl, so many more things for us to dive into. So make sure you join us for our next episode. Now, you can also tell your friends to come and join us and watch the previous episode so they can be all caught up so we can continue the conversation. I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Intentional Conversations with Robin May. And friends, listen, these conversations are to help you live intentionally, fully engaged, to help you elevate not just what you do, but who you are. And listen, I am committed to being in the trenches with you. If you haven't already, make sure you head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy. Yes, girl, the academy doors are open. This is where you get to dive into further conversations on our podcast topics. We get to dive into the trenches of the life course, the course that I have created to help you create the life that you long for. And we get to have monthly office hours where you can ask me any questions you have about all of this. Girl, Life Academy is where we can do life together. So head on over to youcanlivelife.com slash academy.